Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. Today we are talking to another inspiring and amazing education company, and this is a nonprofit that is doing awesome things, integrating sports alongside education. And the company is called Learn Fresh. You can check them out at www.learnfresh.com. And we have Khalil Fuller with us on the show. And just want to say you might hear a little background music, and if that is the case, I'm so sorry. My schedule is is now uh, overflowing, bursting at the seams. So the, the time that I've slotted in to do the interview today is actually uh, during my lunch break at school, and we have a the, the one place where I go where I can get a good connection happens to be in a restaurant, a restaurant I come to and work at all the time. But anyways, it's still going to be great, still going to be awesome. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Khalil to the show. Khalil, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining. And I know that I got your I got your name or you were referred to be on the show from an amazing guy, somebody who founded something called Hat Club, Zach Lata, if I'm pronouncing that name. And and you guys are good friends, is that right? Yeah, we actually went through uh an accelerator together called Fast Forward. It's an accelerator specifically for tech nonprofits. Um, and I mean, since you've already talked to Zach, you know that he is a, an amazing guy and doing things. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty young entrepreneur. I started my company freshman year in undergrad and Zach is like beating me by six years. You know, he's 18 doing incredible work. So, um, I want to be like him when I grow up. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So tell us about, tell us your story. How did you become interested in working in education? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, um, so it all started back in the 90s in L.A. So I, I grew up in L.A., um, born and raised in a low-income family, but incredibly supportive, and they helped me to really, really high expectations when it came to school. Um, I loved school. I did well in school, all of that. When I was actually in middle school, um, I started a little buy-low, sell-high shoe business because I was so obsessed with Nikes and couldn't afford as many as I wanted. Um, and by doing that, I had like 75 pairs of Nikes by the time I was 16, bought my own car with the money I made. But in the process, I really fell in love with math, and I fell in love with the real-world applications of math um, and, and, and I kind of like the, the, the power of it, right? the power of mathematical decision-making. Um, and when I was, you know, when I was in high school, actually my, two of my best friends ended up dropping out because they fell really far behind in math. And so I started tutoring kids. And I realized that I didn't have any tools at my disposal to really make the math come alive, um, to make it exciting for them, to make it relevant to their lives. And what they wanted to do instead of their math homework was go outside and play basketball or talk about, you know, our shining hero, Kobe Bryant. Uh, and I started to think, why wow, there's a lot of beautiful, useful math in the sport of basketball. Um, what if we could peel back one thin layer and expose that to kids? Um, so kind of fundamentally, that's what we do with our product, NBA Math Hoops 
we partnered directly with the NBA um, and created this game that's actually a board like, historically been a board game um, where you you know draft a team of NBA and WNBA players and go through what feels like a basketball game, which you're doing math along the way, learning all about their statistics, et cetera. Um, and so that's grown into now over a thousand schools across the country. Wow, that's amazing. Is this kind of similar to fantasy football? It, 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 just the way you described it sounds like that, but is that is that a fair comparison? You know, a little bit. Um, it has it, it has some elements of fantasy in it for sure. Um, you know, there are. I'm actually like, you know, we are kind of inadvertently creating a generation of kids who are going to be great fantasy football and fantasy basketball players if they cho- so choose to. Um, you know, the, the whole fantasy world is a really interesting one politically. Um, and so I try not to tie NBA math hoops to fantasy stuff too strongly, just, especially just because of, like, all the stuff that's going on with gambling and this and that. So, you know, with the NBA math hoops game, it is definitely not a, not, you know, not a platform where kids are um, doing wagers or anything of that nature. But from a, you know, from a actual mathematical standpoint, yeah, it's almost like, fantasy on steroids where we we unpack the math even more and make the kids do the math and show the math to them right whereas with fantasy you would you know you are you're you're well served to actually do the math and have the math play out but they kind of like they they, they calculate everything for you right that's totally true yeah i mean and not to i i totally get it and i totally get the the distinction i i mean i do want to say that i'm actually a huge fan of fantasy but we don't play for money we just play for fun, me and my friends fantasy football, and that's where right. the math. The math element is a bit separated, separated because the calculations are done automatically. I never thought about that. It would actually for me because I love math, so I think anybody would enjoy having that extra piece. Or maybe you had to do some of the calculations, or you had to look at some of the statistics a little bit more deeply. That's such a cool idea. Yeah, no, I appreciate. It. And and the, you know, when you look at sports. There are there there's there's so much math there and there's so much and it's so it's so readily accessible right like when you if you go and you you know sit in on any pickup basketball game around the country all the trash talking and all the conversations that people are having they're really math based conversations they just don't always know they're math based conversations and so what we try to do is just kind of like peel back a layer um, bring that to life for kids and then kind of use it as a starting point so that they can start to you know, initially get engaged by math if, if, if they become disengaged by it um, and then start to see that math really is all around them and, and, and use the skills they build with NBA Math Hoops to then go on and, and kind of uncover the math and whatever other things they might be passionate about. It's really funny you mentioned the idea that when people are trash talking, they're really talking about math. And that just brings to mind the idea that when kids ask so much about why am I doing this? What's the real? What is? How is math related to the real world? It doesn't make any sense. Some might say that. And in fact, and I think this is the point that you're that you're making is that math is not separate or an abstract part of our lives or world. Math is our exact attempt to understand the world. I mean, it's directly tied to the world. It's it's a it's a amazing analysis tool to understand patterns and figure out what's going to happen in the future. It's so cool. So it's directly tied in. And I always try to make that point to help kids understand, like, hey, this is really important stuff and really cool stuff. Now, if we let's, – let's pretend we're playing the game, might, might want to play the game at our school. And I teach sixth grade right now, so this is something that I'm really excited to try out with my kids. How, walk us through the game. How does it work? Sure. Yeah. Um, 
So game is played two against two. Um, and I'm going to, I'll walk you through it very quickly, but you know, if you're really bringing this to students, um, you'd onboard them over the course of many days or even a week and just kind of like slow roll it. Right. And we have training sessions and all that, but in a nutshell, um, you would draft a team of NBA and WNBA players. So these players we have, they're like, you know, six by four inch player cards. It has a big, awesome picture of the player on the front of the card on the back of the card. It has the player's real world statistics represented in visual form. Um, so it has like their two and three point shooting percentages represented by pie charts. Okay. Um, so you have your team there. The game board itself really looks like a basketball court, but it has a bunch of different numbers and those numbers are inside different colors. Um, and so it's kind of a, you know, we're doing a podcast, but it, it, it's, it's hard to visualize all of this. But if you imagine a basketball court that has a bunch of numbers, those numbers are one of five different colors. The five colors correspond to the five positions in basketball. And so your player cards are also those five colors. You'd have, you know, two forwards, two guards, and a center. Um, the way the game, like the actual mechanics of the game works, you roll decahedral, fancy way of saying ten-sided dice. Um, then you have to do addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division with the numbers that you rolled. Okay? Um, and so if you, once you do that math, your opponents do the math as well because if you get the math wrong, they can call out steal and steal the ball from you. Uh, you then, once you do your operations, you find one of the numbers on the game board that you generated, right? Um, so if we rolled a six and a four, so six plus four is 10, six minus four is two, six times four is 24, et cetera. So those would be our options. So let's say I want to take a shot from the 10, put a little player token on the 10, take my, let's say the 10 is yellow, take my yellow player card, flip it over. Um, and here's where the, like the act of taking the shot comes in. So you put a clear plastic spinner down on top of the pie chart and you flick it. And then if it lands in the shaded area, that's, you know, somewhere between 45 and 55%, depending on what their field goal percentage is, um, you make the shot. And so you keep track of your score and it goes back and forth like that. And so there's a rebounding system that you add in, there's fouling, there's passing channels, there's all kinds of statistical analysis that you can do with your stats that you generate over the course of the game. Um, but that's like the fundamental back and forth in BA Matthews gameplay. Wow. So that's really intricate. I think I did follow that, even though there's some details. Let me just make sure I got it. I'm going to, so the, the part where you, and by the way, there's a really cool game. I don't know if you've heard of it called prime climb that also has two, uh, 10 sided die where you're using those same arithmetic operations. Really fun. But the, hmm. The, if you, so you, you basically, based on these percentages, when you do that second spin, the higher the, sh the shooter's percentage, let's say shooting percentage, free throw percentage, whatever, then the greater the probability is that you'll hit the spinner in the right spot and you'll, you'll make the shot. Did, did I catch that part correctly? Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's why, um, so we call, we call our NBA Matthews students coaches, right, because they draft their team, develop their strategy, et cetera. Um, so a good NBA Matthews coach, they know the statistics of their players. They know how to really quickly calculate expected value so they can take the shot with the right player, right? So, and this was, it's hard to visualize, but if you have, you know, if you can take a shot from a 10 or a 24, and let's say the 10 is a two point shot with somebody whose field goal percentage is 48%, and the, then the 24 is a three point shot with someone whose three point goal percentage is 38% from an expected value standpoint, you'd rather take that three-point shot, right? And so you're making quick calculations as to which, you know, and being strategic as to which player you want to shoot from with the options that you have. 
so cool. It, for for all the you said you're in over a thousand schools. What do you find to be, or maybe there there isn't a perfect age or perfect grade, but what grades do you find seem to latch onto this the best? Yeah, really fourth through seventh is a sweet spot for us. Um, so in addition to the game that I've described, we have like a, a supplemental curriculum that unpacks even deeper, you know, elements of basketball and, um, you know, deeper math concepts. And that curriculum is really, you know, tied to Common Core and on grade level for fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Um, that being said, we see NBA math is being used in a lot of middle school classrooms, even some high schools around the country, um, more as a remedial tool, right? So we, if we can do two things, I will be happy at the end of the night, right? If we can, we can give kids a strong foundation in the fundamental math that they need, not only to, you know, go into higher level math classes, but also just to be functioning members of society. And then two, if we can change their attitudes towards math, and change this narrative of self around who they see themselves as, as math students, um, then we'll be successful, right? So fourth through seventh is really the sweet spot for us, plus or minus two years, depending on skill level. What do you guys see next? What's next on the agenda for, should I say learnfresh.org who make math hoops, or do I call it MBA math hoops? Yeah, so, so the, the org is Learn Fresh, right? And I think, um, and that's actually a good place to start when we talk about what's next. So, with Learn Fresh, um, our broad mission is to make learning fun for everyone, right? Like intentionally abstract, going to be doing this for a long time. Um, but more concretely, we want to have a suite of products like NBA Math Hoops, but with other sports, other brands, potentially other subjects. Um, so right now, we're actually doing a really small pilot with the, uh, the Denver Broncos, or I should say the Super Bowl champion Denver Broncos. Um, around a math game with football. Um, we have some really early stuff in the pipeline, um, working with some hip-hop stars on some cool things that I can't exactly announce yet. Um, so I see, uh, I see Learn Fresh as being this organization that makes really cool pro products that make learning incredibly fun for kids, using things that they already are obsessed with and already spend a lot of time thinking about. Um, and then use those brands distribution channels to scale, right? So what makes this cool is not just in basketball, but it's the fact that it's NBA basketball and we have that NBA brand partnership. Um, so we hope to do all that stuff in the near future. That, and that's phenomenal. The, the, kudos to you for, for making that partnership. I'm sure that that couldn't have been easy as much as I'm sure the NBA was delighted to be a part of something so positive, but you know, that's, that's, that's really impressive. Uh, in addition to building such a great game. That's so cool. Khalil. Thank you so much for, for joining today. If people want to learn more about your about Learn Fresh or more or moreover, just learn more about NBA hoops and how to how to get it and how to play, where can they go? What do they what do they do? Yeah, the best place to go would be NBAMathHoops.org. Um, you can like see videos and it kind of like helps bring the game to life. Um, and then through that on the website, you can easily contact us. Um, and get hooked up with games as well. Like we, so as, as a nonprofit, um, we try to bring NBA math groups to communities really at no cost to them. So if there are any like teachers out there that are hearing this, um, just hit me up. I'd love, lo love to send you guys some games, get you trained up. We have, we have, we're working in about 35 cities across the country. And so there's a good chance, um, 
we're, we're doing work wherever your listeners are, are, are hearing this, and we can kind of add them to that cohort that, that, that's already engaged there. So cool. All right. So, guys, again, I'm going to put that URL, learnfresh.org, in the show notes. If you want to check out the show notes, go to www.scalerlearning.com. And as always, if you have any questions for me, email me at huzefa at scalerlearning.com. would love to hear from you. Thank you guys so much for joining. Khalil, thank you so much for joining. And I definitely am going to be learning more about this. You can expect some more emails from me. Such a cool idea. Thanks again. See you guys next time.